in the kitchen there. Now it's time for some motivation on this Monday morning from an offshoot of the conversation about appreciating humble beginnings. Fala Daniel Adelesi is back with us for some more motivation. Now today, uh, the topic is not resting on our oars and making sure that we do everything uh, we can to achieve our goals or our objectives or our vision in life or whatever it is. Now, um, there are different reasons why people rest on their oars. Very true. Can we just go over those very quickly? Okay, I think I, three of them have come to my mind now. The, the first is discouragement. If people become discouraged, they're not getting results, they've tried several things, those things are not working, sometimes they begin to look at themselves and look at other people who haven't achieved as much as they have, mm -hmm. and they say, oh, wait a minute, there are other people there who haven't even done half as much as I've done. Yeah. Then I can just, you know, just relax. Yeah. Why am I going to stress it out? Then if, if, for example, you can have, you have the capacity to make first class and you realize that your CGPA is 3.5 already and you can still push a little further, at some point, something happens, you become discouraged. You say, oh, wait a minute, somebody else is still on third class, somebody yeah. else is on 2-2. Two, two. So exactly. when, when you become discouraged, you might be looking at those who have not done as much as you have, and the discouragement makes you rest on your oars. Mm. The, the second thing that can make you do that is success. Ironically, yeah. <laughs> the first is discouragement or failure, and then, then the other is the success. success. So some people think they have achieved some things. Little success can get into the head of some people. And you don't understand that even if you have achieved very little, you can still do much more than that. So if you break even today and you begin to rest, you just realize years later that you could have doubled up. You could have done much more than you did. Maybe, for example, you, you graduated from school today. You could have gone ahead, take an additional degree, a master's degree, a PhD. Or if you started a business today and the business starts working, some people start resting because, oh, there's this business and it's now working. And you don't realize that from that business, you can start another business. From the second business, you can start a third business or even start empowering all the people. But you have one business is working. You think the next thing is, oh, let's rest. Let's start, you know, eating money. Yeah, let's go to the, the third thing. The, the third thing I realize is lack of vision. If people don't have a clear vision, it makes them rest on their oars. And what does, what does that mean? For example, you don't have a really big ambition. Mm. You don't have something so out of this world that you're chasing. Whatever you achieve, whatever you find, whatever life throws at you, it's okay by you. Yeah, I'd, I'd like us to dwell on this um, lack of vision yeah. area because that, that seems like the biggest challenge that people yeah. have now. Yeah. Uh, the fact that you know, I'm just hitting and missing, yeah. trying to see what works and what doesn't work. Yes. And if this works, okay, it worked. If I make money from here, work. then it's fine, yeah, you know. So why is it so important in the 21st century to ensure that you know and you have a direction of where you're going with your life. You, you just hit it on, on the head by using the word direction. When you have a vision, you're able to chart a course for your life over the next 10, 20, 50, 60 years. And you realize that that's the difference between nations that work and nations that don't work. Mm. Nations that work have a plan, a very long-term plan. Nations that are not working or finding it difficult to work don't have a long-term plan. They just fix things as they come. Mm. But as a human being, you must have a long-term plan. What am I going to be? So for somebody who was talking to me yesterday, and he said to himself, am I going to be like this when I grow very old? Because I saw an old man. Yeah. So the question is, when you're 50, what are you going to be doing? 
when you're 60, what are you going to be doing? But is it possible to plan your life like that? It is say, very okay, possible. Over the next 10 years, yes. over the next 15 years, yes. this is what I want to be doing. It is very, very possible. Mm. All you have to do is to say, you, you, sometimes you may not be able to get the specific details, but at least you can say, if you see me, in, I can tell you, if you see me in 20 years' time, the major thing I'm going to be doing is speaking on global stages. Mm. Now, the question is, how do I get to start speaking on global stages? That now drives me to create a specific plan, how I'm going to penetrate the African market, how I'm going to penetrate the East Africa, West Africa, Southern Africa, and how I'm going to go beyond the African shores. Mm. But at least the clear vision is, in 20 years' time, I'm going to be on a global stage. So what exactly are you going to be doing in the future? So that's, basically that's have, have a clear vision. Now, let, let's talk about uh, a little bit about... Um, Success, the success yeah. problem. Yeah. Um, the fact that I've achieved a level of success and I'm saying to myself, what, what's, what's, what's more? next? Yeah. What's more? I, yeah. I can rest on my oars, I can relax yeah. and enjoy my money, yeah. as, as people say, yeah. or even go into early retirement. Why is that dangerous? It, it's dangerous because some people will easily overtake you. Mm. There's no such thing as you stop running. If, if, you, if you're in a race and you think somebody overtakes you, you won't stay on the second spot because if you don't keep up your pace, all those behind you will also overtake you yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. So you, you've got to keep up your pace or whatever. If you have succeeded in your business, there are several other people who haven't succeeded. And don't forget that your business may even be seasonal. Hmm. Sometimes you, you get into a business and if you don't watch it, after a period of like five, ten years, the business reaches its climax. Right. And there's something they call the law of diminishing returns in economics. Yeah. And it comes into play. So if the law of diminishing returns comes into play in your business, you realize that because you refuse to innovate, you have to sell off hmm. or you have to crash out. Right. That's exactly why I, I can't mention brands, but in, in the technological world, you realize that there was this giant mobile phone company that went out of business. Right. sold to another person because they were refusing to innovate. Mm. A particular mobile phone company came to Nigeria and refused to do dual SIM. Mm. And at the time, most Nigerians were carrying dual SIM phones or they were carrying two, three phones. Yeah. So the major need of Nigerians at, at that time, time yeah. was that they needed a mobile phone with dual SIM. And this company had the capacity to do it but refused to. Mm. That was how they went out of business. So you must understand that even if you have succeeded in your business, start anticipating the future. Technology, there's what they call, there's what, they, what is called disruption. Mobile technology is disrupting banks. Mm. If banks are not careful, they think they are succeeding right now, they'll be shocked at how mobile technology will displace them. Right, right. Financial inclusion is something that banks should be looking at, true mobile technology. So no matter how well you succeed, you've got to be thinking, what's the future? Mm. What's, what's the future of banking? What's the future of technology? What's the future of broadcasting? What's the future of speaking? What's the, whatever it is that you're doing, something is going to change what you're doing in the next five years. And if you're not thinking ahead about what's going to change what you're doing, you'll run into trouble. Wow, wow, wow. Father Daniel, always amazing when I talk to you. I mean, this is the kind of thing that keeps you motivated. This exactly. is the kind of thing that keeps you innovating and ensuring that continuously, you know, you're staying ahead of the game and Very at true. the cutting edge of everything that's going on. Wow. Good to see you join us this morning. You too. And thank you, you made it through the rain. It was, it was tough. <laughs> it was a harrowing experience, but thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break now. There's so much more on Wake Up Nigeria.